Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Two Girls Talking About Commitment. It's uh, me and Kelsey here. I'm Shanila. I'm Kelsey. Thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> if you do listen, please share to your Instagram stories and uh, give us a like on Instagram at Two Girls Talking About Commitment. And, and sorry. <laughs> on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, again, like the page or love mm-hmm. it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Leave us a review. Subscribe so you always know when our episodes are up. And every Thursday they come out. Mm-hmm. And um, tell your friends. Tell your friends about our podcast. Share the word. Heck yeah. And also, if you have anything interesting you'd like to send us an email about, it's at tgtacpodcast at gmail.com. At tgtacpodcast at gmail.com. Speaking of emails. Yes, we are doing a listener's email today. We're excited. So um, we did have someone email in and suggest a topic. And basically, that's what we're talking about today. So they just asked if we would talk about basically domination and submission and equality in relationships. And no, not in the bedroom people, but in the relationship. So um, I was just as disappointed, guys. Sorry. I know. (laughs) Um, Another PC version of this would be leading and following and partnering in a relationship. But we're going to stick with the submissive domination version of it all. So we did our research. Kelsey did our research. (laughs) And (laughs) I found a couple articles that we're going to share and talk about what people out in the world think about submissive and dominant relationships or equality relationships. So I was found fun. some pretty interesting stuff, yeah. So the first one is from uh, Psychology Today by someone named Lisa Firestone. She's a PhD. And the title of the article was Who's the Boss in Your Relationship? And of course, we will add a link to this in the description of our episode on iTunes. But she basically feels that quality is what's important. There, there should not be a submissive or dominant person in a relationship that uh, you should be on an equal playing field basically you know i've been in both kinds of relationships i mean it wasn't like a formal like i guess i'll be dominant and you'll be right. submissive. but when we took we'll those roles that. i was i was very submissive so yeah and i don't think that it really is like a formal discussion people have it's just <laughs> kind of like you just kind of figure it out as the relationship goes somebody's i feel like there's always somebody a little bit more willing to bend than the yeah, other person 100 percent. and then they end up being the quote-unquote submissive person so yeah that was so. usually me i'm pretty stubborn though so i like to please people mm-hmm. whoever i'm with and so i guess in some ways it'd be submissive but i also am like nope i'm independent i make my own choices i do what i want yeah but i'm not making choices for the other person i'm just making choices for myself yeah so i but wouldn't I mean, say i'm controlling i'm very much just like let's just do whatever we want in life and if that m- mashes together and we can have a relationship also. Great. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I think that's part of it. Like the dominant submissive. Because it's like, it's not necessarily... I feel like dominant and submissive are such strong words that you they think are. of somebody... Like when you think of a dominant person, you're thinking of like... I don't yeah. know, I picture a very like strong, controlling person. Mm-hmm. And when I think submissive, I just imagine somebody like cowering. Yeah. You know? So let's, let's <laughs> not... No, I mean, we can use those, but... Yeah. No, let's use them, but just know that when we refer to it in this episode, we're not meaning them in negative terms. 
we just mean like there is one person. Or extremes. Usually, maybe. Yeah, we're, yeah, we don't mean them in, in extremes. Yeah. We just mean usually there's a leader and a follower. But instead we're saying dominant and submissive. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't mean that you, you know, submit and bow down to everything your spouse says and don't have any say. But we just mean maybe you are just slightly less dominant. Therefore, we're calling you the submissive. Yeah. So according to Psychology Today, mm-hmm. um, Equality is one of the most important elements of a successful relationship, but many couples do fall into the roles of one being dominant and the other being submissive. I'm reading this a little bit, and it kind of seems... So, the person who wrote this Psychology Today article kind of sounds like when you're dominant or submissive, it has to do with kind of how you were raised and yeah. how you and what you kind of saw. Yeah. And I think usually, not that gender should really play a role into it, but women usually follow after how their mothers were yeah. as much as they wouldn't want to, you know? Right. A lot of people totally don't want to be exactly like their oh, mom. Oh, yeah. I'm but so then they end like up her. being Never like thought them. I would be. Exactly. Yeah. So I think sometimes women end up like their dad. I don't know. But I feel like more often than not, we follow our moms and men tend to follow what their fathers did. So I think that if you were raised kind of like to be agreeable rather than speak up for yourself and say what was on your mind, I think that's when you end up being more submissive. But (gasps) I think on a subconscious level, you kind of are that person who you were when you were younger. Yeah, you fall into that role. So exactly. And opposite would be if you grew up feeling like you had to kind of take care of yourself Mm -hmm. and I don't know felt neglected maybe or I don't know you might feel like you always have to be in control so you end up being the more dominant person in a relationship those people also end up having a lot of commitment issues I think yeah or they have a hard time committing because they didn't have like the stability Mm -hmm. if you have like if you didn't ever have anyone to trust. I think it's a lot harder for you to that's figure true. that out. That's true. So that's why you kind of want to be controlling. Because if you're controlling yep. it, then you know potentially what could happen. Yep. So I think when you're being dominant like that, and like I said, it doesn't have to be an extreme. It can just be like you have to know how your day is going to go. You have yeah. to know. You have to make sure your plans go how you have them set up or yeah. whatever. And so it has I think to follow that you know, pattern. That, that yeah. pattern, yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with how... You were brought up as a child. I agree. Like when you were little and you went to recess and there was like maybe a group of three little girls or three little boys, whatever. There's always that one person who's like, we're going to play this today. Yeah. And then they would like assign roles or yep. whatever. And that person is always more dominant. Yeah. I bet you that person is the dominant in the relationship yeah. now. Guy or then, girl. Totally. Yeah. And then the kid who is like, I don't give a shit. I'm just here with my friends. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to chill. <laughs> like, I'm just eating the grass over here. Look a dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's over there like, I'll do whatever in a relationship. Yeah. I don't even care right now. Yeah. Just chill. Shout out to that kid. Um, That's you. I know. That's you. (laughs) I'm the one who's like, I need to know where things are going to go. Yeah. You've been in both situations. Yes. Yeah. Did you prefer one over the other? Did one work out better than the other? I think currently me and my relationship, I think there are times where one of us is more dominant and one is more submissive, but I would say overall in our relationship where we have that equality, that equal playing ground where we kind of respect each other's opinions and one person's ideas or thoughts aren't more important than another person's. Mm -hmm. So I personally like this one where it's kind of like 25% dom sub and then 75% equality. Yeah. I think that's the closest to equality that you're going to get. 
Somebody like, has no. to take the reins every so right. often. Right. You can't have two dominant people all the time or two submissive people. I mean, could you imagine two dominant people all the time would just like be going at it, like just yeah. like wanting to kill each other. Yeah, and two submissive two people would get nothing done. Like, shit wouldn't happen. <laughs> They'd be like, where do you want to eat? Yeah. I don't know. Where do you want to yeah, eat? Yeah. Three hours later. <laughs> they starve to death. <laughs> they yeah. literally starve to yeah. death because no one can make a decision. Oh, my so God. you can't have just just equality. Like, there can't just be two dominant or two submissive people all the time. I think the situation you have now where you switch off and on dominant yeah. submissive and, you know, that kind of just equals out to... As in, being equal, yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome. You're going to set some people on fire saying you can't have equality in relationships. <laughs> yeah, well, come at me. <laughs> um, at Kelsey Bree, K-E-L-S-I-B-R-E on Instagram. <laughs> I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. So when we say dominant and submissive, this doesn't necessarily mean like the dominant has to be the man or whatever it doesn't mean it's the person who makes more money or the person who is more successful or Mm -mm. whatever it does not mean that nope not at all the dominant person can always can be either person at any point in time because i remember i was in a relationship where i would technically say i was quote unquote a little bit more successful even though i was not successful at the time Mm -hmm. just money wise i guess i was more supportive but i would say that i was like submissive I'd never want to rock the boat. I'd never want to mm-hmm. say anything that I thought was going to cause trouble. And I feel like it goes back to that episode where we talk about like self-respect and standing up for yourself. Yeah. Because I was, I felt like I was too submissive mm-hmm. and I really wasn't very happy. Now, I don't think there's a problem if it works out for you and your relationship. And if that's your personality, maybe that's good for you. But I just felt like for me, that wasn't, I didn't feel, I don't know. I just didn't feel myself. I didn't feel happy yeah. being in that relationship no, where yeah. I couldn't I could say imagine. anything for myself. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's why now I'm a lot happier because if I don't agree with something, I feel comfortable speaking up. And I think that's where the equality comes in. Yeah, it does. And you have to have a partner that is willing to listen to you mm-hmm. speak up and, you know, give you that room to be more dominant when you need to be. Mm-hmm. And be more comfortable. Yeah. I think that equality is a little bit more... I Okay. <laughs> Everyone's equal, okay? Everyone's equal. let's just make that clear. Everyone's equal. (laughs) But I think that equality in relationships is more of a new generation thing. Like, I feel like kids kids and people who are becoming adults these days are more concerned with, like, the partners being Mm 50-50 or offering the same amount of support to one another. Because dominant and submissive, I feel, was more like, my parents' generation. Right, like you totally. You can kind of tell... Older generations. Right, you can tell one person's a little bit more in control. I agree. And I would even say that, at least from what I see, with the times, it's just more normal now to kind of switch off and on dominant mm-hmm. submissive. It um, really is. Because even my parents, they're both remarried, and I don't see in either of their relationships um, a dominant or submissive person. Mm-hmm. They switch on and off. Yeah. But I'm sure... Back in the day, maybe mm-hmm. it was different when they were, when my mom and dad were together. Maybe there was a dominant mm-hmm. and submissive in that relationship. But just as time has gone on, I think they've just realized that's not what works. Right. I think some telltale signs, if you're not sure if you're in a dominant or submissive relationship, a dominant person is usually making all the decisions for you, mm-hmm. trying to control everything, mm-hmm. usually doesn't let you give any input or doesn't 
make you feel comfortable to give any input. Yeah. So if that's the kind of relationship you're in. That would be a negative dominant submissive That's pretty extreme. Yeah. That, that would be the extreme, a negative dominant submissive unhealthy relationship mm. in my opinion. But like we just said, there oftentimes will be a dominant versus submissive person in, in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. I don't really know about if I've ever been in a relationship where it was clearly one dominant. Mm-hmm. Like if I was dominant or submissive. Like I said, I I like to please the person I'm with. And mm-hmm. so I guess in a way that makes me kind of submissive. Mm-hmm. But I've also learned that I can stand up for myself and stick up for myself. And I'm yeah. not going to just keep my mouth shut, you yeah. know. And so in that way, I think a lot like in my relationship now, it switches back and forth. And... I would say I'm probably a little more submissive just because his personality is dominant. It's stronger. It's strong. He's and got that's a, another thing about yeah. having the leader or follower. Yeah. He's got a very strong personality and I'm, and he is too very like kind of last minute go with the flow sort of thing, but I'm very like go with the flow. Like if it happens, it happens. Sure. We can do whatever. I don't really care. Oh like, my God. You guys would make me crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys would we drive me crazy. easy to make plans with. Because <laughs> we're just like, yeah, we'll see. Um, like text you the day of to see if you want to do something. But I don't mind it at all. I think there was a time where like at the beginning of the relationship when we were just dating and like just friends and then right. just dating, I think I was more kind of just like, oh yeah, this is my life. This is what I'm doing. Like, you know, this is just me. I live my life how I want to live it, blah, blah, blah. If you want to be part of it. Yeah. Join. Like if you can fit into that, then come join. And then like when we established a relationship, I kind of became more submissive just because I don't, I don't know why. You're trying just to fit to be, him in, Yeah, maybe. just like to fit him in. I don't know, really. I think but that... You mean like in the beginning it was of the, the relationship? Yeah, the beginning. The very beginning. I don't I was, know what it is, man. Does that happen? Yeah. Okay. I'm the same way. I think it's... Like you just want to please that person and like mm-hmm. make them happy mm-hmm. and like be everything that they want mm-hmm. you to be, sort of. I think it's that fear of losing them because yeah. you're not being agreeable. Right. Because I think that's how we're taught to be. Yeah. We're taught exactly. to be agreeable. So I would be very agreeable... Right. In, you know, the first month or so. And then, like, in the last couple months, that's really changed. Not that I'm not agreeable, but, like, now it's just more like I I speak up more for myself. And, like, I'm like, nope, this is what I want. This is uh, what I want to do. And, you know, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And we're both more understanding with each other and stuff. And it's way better. I feel better. He feels better. Like, it's just easier flow to our Mm -hmm. relationship. Yeah. I think that when you're starting, you want to be agreeable, but then you start testing the waters. Yeah. This is the only scenario it in is. my life where I test the waters because <laughs> I'm like, how far can I go? Yeah. You, you know? don't, you don't just jump in here. Right. You, no, you no, test no. It a little. I do not let. Usually the... you're like diving in head right. first. Yeah. yeah. So I don't do that here. I, I test the waters to see how it's going to go and like try to say a couple of things here and there. And I'm like, huh. I'm going to let the full force out. Um, <laughs> a little bit by a little bit. Just right. Like... It comes out. Uh-huh. So the Psychology Today article, in my opinion, it didn't seem like they had a very positive light on the leading. I mean, the dominant and submissive. No, it didn't. I think that in their opinion, like you said earlier, equality is more important. Mm-hmm. But I th- I have seen relationships where a leader and a follower is successful because some people need that in their lives. Right. Like some people need someone who's going to drive the boat and make decisions, yep. you know, because f- like a boat, you can't have more than one driver. So, yes, I agree. They make it and they kind of shed a bad light mm-hmm. on uh, having a role basically in 
in relationships in this article. They do say though, and this, you know, I've talked about this before, uh, something that did stick out to me was the article said that the problem with being dominant or submissive is that scenarios like these can lead to a relationship where one person acts like the adult and the other like the child. Ooh, and I know you hate and that. And I hate that. Oh, that's just... <laughs> that's terrible. my skin. I don't want to be parented by right. a partner. I don't want to be parented and I don't want to have to parent someone. And again, I think that goes with the extreme dominant submissive mm. roles in a relationship. If... You know, when it's a case like yours, right. where it's, you kind of share back mm-hmm. and forth, that's not going to be the case. Yeah. It's more, you guys are definitely in like a partnership. I can see the negativity when it talks, of, when it puts it in that terms of a parent right. and a child. Do not treat your spouse like a child and do not parent them. You know, like that's, I've said it before. Don't, you know, nitpick and parent mm-hmm. your boyfriend and ask, you know, make sure that they have all their shit together all the time and, you know, plan all their days out for them and stop laying their clothes out for them in the morning. Let them get themselves dressed. Like, I just don't even understand. Yeah, that'll be like water on a rock. It'll erode over time and it won't go well for you. Yeah, and I I also, in in the other sense of that, I don't want to be treated like a child either. Like, don't talk down to me. Don't make me feel inferior Mm -hmm. and if you do do those things that's treating me like a child like i'm not on your level of respect really it's it's showing like i don't deserve as much respect or something and so that is what i would not allow in a relationship but i do like i said i think that's an extreme situation something i was gonna say something works for everybody yeah something works for everybody but that's not what i want that's not what we want (laughs) that's not this podcast so um yeah, you we'll know, never maybe that. you need to go listen somewhere else for a Dom Sub podcast because that's not what this episode's about. Yeah, well, no. this is what it's about, but we're not the extreme. We're not going to support that. <laughs> so, anyways, that one obviously really spoke to me. I think that another thing about the leader and follower was like one partner way back when I don't know was supporting the other person, and I think that made them fall into a more dominant role, dominant submissive situation. I think that. Today, these days, everybody's bringing 50% to the table as much as they can. So it's hard to be the leader or the follower whenever you're kind of contributing the same. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where it's like, who made you the boss? Oh, totally. You know, when everyone's doing the same job and there's that one person who's like, why didn't you do this? You need to do this. And you're like, excuse me, Karen, who the fuck made you manager? My favorite (laughs) saying, or it was definitely a meme, was act your wage. (laughs) <laughs> I've used that. <laughs> I'll stop talking, but <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. Like, stay in your lane. Stay over there. Let yeah. me worry about myself. Yeah. You know? Don't be my boss if you're not my boss. Yeah. The article does kind of close by saying the more natural give and take in a relationship is where both people are treated like adults, you know, rather than mm-hmm. a parent and a child. And so I do think that in that sense, you know, the give and take, like you just said, the 50-50. Right. That's the equality, the closest thing that you're going to get to equality anyways. And I also was going to say that I think with millennials, we're more independent. We've been yeah. raised to be more independent. It, it's just the lifestyle these days. It's, it's just one how of the you're more positive up. aspects of the millennial. It really is. And I, I think that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. It, um, women are more independent. Men are more independent. You 
don't jump into relationships mm-hmm. at such a young age. You wait and just date around and mm-hmm. kind of figure out your life first and mm-hmm. do what you want to do before trying to settle down. And Which is very different than how it used to be. Yeah, it used to be like so get different. married and then figure your life yeah. out. Now it's like figure your life out. And then if marriage fits into that, exactly. then do that. That's like exactly what's happening. Yeah. But I think that that is what's creating more of this 50-50 mm-hmm. because... We realize we don't need the other person. Exactly. You don't need someone else. Mm-hmm. It just... If it's more they of a want you, now. Yeah. And if they make you happy and they fit into your life mm-hmm. and that's who you want to be with, then that's what you end up doing. Mm-hmm. But you have established who you are and what you want before you get into a relationship, really. Right. And so... I think that that has a big role in these this 50-50 nowadays versus how it used to be. Right. So this other article was on Glamour. The experts in dominance and submissiveness. Yeah, so <laughs> I know it might not be as uh, credible, but by Julian Kramer and the article is called Forget Being Equal, Couples Are Happier When One Partner Is Dominant. That's so hilarious. This okay. totally is the opposite of the other article. So I wanted to talk on this aspect too. This one is based off of a research study that was done at Charles University in Prague. And so this one has some research behind it, apparently. Um, And it wasn't a long article. Uh, Again, we'll post it. But uh, it supports the opposite of the last article and says if you're into submission or domination, you could be in a happier relationship. So it basically, the research showed that romantic relationships in which one partner is dominant might be more successful in a relationship where you're equals. So Wait, it might be more successful than being equals? Yeah. Okay. If you're in, the dominant submissive would be more successful. Okay. The lead researcher on the study stated, it appears that some disparity improves their ability to face challenges. So I can understand that because it's like, you kind of need, like we were saying earlier, if you have two submissive people, you're never no going to make, make a, a decision. decision. Right. If there's a challenge in your relationship or in life and you're going through this with your partner... You have to have someone that's going to step up to the plate and take charge and kind of navigate that challenge. Right. And if you have two dominant people, they're going to compete for who's making that decision. Exactly. It becomes a competition. Right. And two submissive people, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> they're not going to decide anything. <laughs> but nothing's going to happen. Um, I was going to say, I don't agree with this because I think what they're trying to say, in my opinion, is that they think constantly having a dominant person and a submissive person makes your relationship better but in my opinion yes there are times like i like i said in my relationship there are times where you need somebody to be more dominant and you need someone to be more submissive but i think that in a good relationship when one person's feeling weaker somebody has to take the reins i agree and it's gonna be one or the other it's not always the same person all the time i agree so if it's always the same person what happens when that person has a breakdown Totally. And then the other person has never had to be... And they've be... never had to be strong for anybody. Right. Because someone's always making the decisions for yeah, them. Yeah, that's so a So really what good are you going to do? I mean... That's a good point. I'm sure this works for some people. I don't know. But f- like for me, me and my boyfriend have both had times in our relationship where one person is really struggling. Yeah. And somebody has to be strong and somebody has to step up to the plate like and do things and make decisions and make sure, you know, I things agree. get done in your life, everyday things. Yeah. So true. Yeah. The everyday things, even the little things. Right. An example is if you have like maybe one person has mental health issues or something, those people have downs. And if they're the dominant person and they're having a downtime, what are you going to do if you're not able to be dominant? Then like the bills don't get paid. 
Right. Nobody's going to work. Right. Nobody's cleaning. Like, you know, there's these everyday things where dominant submissive, in my opinion, doesn't really work. I agree. The, or, I, I guess it works if you flip. Yeah. Does that make sense what I'm saying? It does. So <laughs> I think what we're trying to say is that we don't believe that there should be a dominant and a submissive person in a relationship. It's set. It shouldn't be in concrete. It should not be a set role. We do think there should be domination and submission in mm-hmm. relationships, but that those roles can switch on and off. Right. Which brings me to another little article that I read. Oh, I'm into it. Oh, man, I cannot think of his first name. And it's Gottman. And so anybody that knows is probably yelling at the phone right now trying to tell me what his first name is. And I'm going to look it up. So Gottman, John Gottman. John Gottman. Yes. If you've heard of him, you know, basically he has something called the Gottman Institute with his wife. And it's a research-based approach to uh, relationships. And he does like research (laughs) and sets up labs and stuff. So labs for relationships yeah like he'll do like studies like bring relation couples in and ask them questions and stuff like that or just watch how they interact and then he does research on it that's cool yeah i do that wouldn't that be cool and so i got on his website blog article whatever and just totally rabbit holed into this and found so many articles that i want to go back and read but one that i saw that related to today was called marriage is a dance And it definitely talks about how you have to switch roles in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So this article is written by a woman, Hannah Eaton, and she talks about her and her husband. And they're both dancers of some sort or they do dancing classes together and stuff. And she related to a relationship being like dancing. Mm -hmm. And obviously in a dance there's a leader and a follower. Right. Usually the man's the leader and the woman's the follower in a dance, unless you're like on Dancing with the Stars or something and the woman (laughs) has to lead. But she talks about that her husband explained to her that it's difficult for the lead to lead effectively or direct his partner if she doesn't understand what it's like to be in his shoes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And so she, in the actual dancing scenario had to try and lead her husband yeah. and he had to be the follower. And she realized how difficult it was and how frustrating it was to try and lead someone and then related that back to relationship and realized like, wow, if he's the leader or the more dominant one in our relationship right. and is trying to lead me and I am stubborn or difficult or not a good listener, yeah, then I can only imagine how frustrating that would be for him. Right. And so really the article ended up just talking about how you have to have a balance and an understanding for each role. Right. And to do that, you have to play a part in each role. So Mm. I think this really just supports what we were saying is that you're going to switch roles. There's going to be times where you're the dominant one and there's going to be times where you're the submissive one. If you don't know how your relationship is or if you've never really thought about this, it's kind of one of those things where you don't know what it is you are until the other person stops doing what they're doing. Yeah. Like if you are submissive, you won't notice that until either that person's gone mm-hmm. or you have to lead. Yeah. Like maybe they have a downtime or something. Right. And, and you're you having to, to take control up. and you're like, oh shit, what do I do? Yeah. I have a friend, her and her husband kind of have this leader follower sort of thing. And he went out of town once and she was like, I just don't know what to do. Yeah, that would suck. And I had to go over there and help her out. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> I didn't mind. She, she, just, she relies on that person so much to be the leader like and yeah. 
and be dominant, like take control and make mm-hmm. decisions mm-hmm. that without him there, I mean, I don't know this person, but like, sounds like without him there, she was lost. Yeah, no, yeah, that was the exact word I was thinking of in my head. And I think that that's where you kind of have to think about your identity and who you are as a person and try to decide if you're more of a leader or more of a follower. And there's nothing wrong with being either one because that's what works for you. But just know that if you're in a good, healthy, long-lasting relationship, sometimes you have to take the reins. Yeah. Or sometimes you have to relieve yourself of the reins, you know, take yeah. a break. Yeah. Because either one can be mentally exhausting. Yeah. Although I'm sure leading is probably a little bit more mentally exhausting. Than- yes, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I can just sit back and be like, Ugh, I'm I just don't so care. sick of following all day. This is so much work. <laughs> so hard. I'm so tired. The only see, but when that becomes a problem is when you do t- try and decide something. You know, like maybe you do want to go do something, and the other person is so used to leading, they're not used to you having a voice, and you finally like decide one day, like, no, I don't want to go there. I actually want to go here. They're gonna be like, no. No, yeah. we're going to do what I want to do, like always. You spent too long being quiet. Yeah, so just don't put yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's relationships out there that are very dominant submissive, and they probably have their set roles, and there's relationships out there that maybe they're both dominant or both submissive. There's exceptions to every rule. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I just think, in our opinion, and from the research we have found... So uh, we're talking about 80% of the population, probably. Yeah, the... <laughs> Switching roles with being dominant and submissive and sharing those roles. And being partially equals yeah, is, in our opinion, a little bit the way to make a relationship healthier and long-lasting. And Yeah. And I think communication is going to be big here. So if you're listening to this and you're kind of realizing... Oh, shit. Like, yeah, that you are in one of these situations that we've talked negatively about. Um, <laughs> and if you're happy, then... Ignore us. us. Yeah. yeah. But... If you f- might not be, communicate with your partner and see if you can switch some things around. Try something new. Oh, um, man, this is hilarious because my dad did that once. Because my parents kind of have this going on. And I would say my mom's probably the more submissive one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more uh, dominant one. Oh, like really? she kind of Yeah, like she kind of controls like the bills and the decisions for the house and so- stuff like that. Because my dad was gone a lot. So she made all the choices and everything. And I remember what my dad came home and he like retired. He was like, I'm sick of not knowing how we pay the bills or, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, I'm tired of this. So then he said, I'm in control. <laughs> and he took over everything. Did your mom let him? Yeah. She was like, go ahead. Please be my guest. That's you act so like this funny. is no work. Right? Yeah. So he, she let him do it. And I, <laughs> I feel like that lasted two months or something. Oh, okay. And then she was like, yeah, I knew it. Just well, it was not so much that he like couldn't do it. It was more that he was just like, I don't, this is, this isn't for me. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But I'm proud of your mom just like being able to just relinquish the reins. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's important and a big Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. That's trust. Yeah. My parents are definitely like, I don't know. They're like my model relationship that I like to emulate. That's so cute. Yeah. Because they're very agreeable with one another. Mm -hmm. I don't ever really see them fight, but I do think that they have the dominant submissive relationship i think actually now that my dad's retired they're a little bit more equality yeah driven but when my dad was working all the time and he was gone a lot i think it was more of a dominant submissive thing Mm -hmm. but see that shows you that any relationship can evolve yeah and change oh and that they they definitely will so anything else i don't know i like that one i like that topic because me too um, i don't know i just feel like when i think about when i was being submissive i just didn't think i was happy 
So I think that it is important to kind of reflect on yourself and decide if what you have going on in your relationship is what's making you happy. Yeah. I I think that's what we talk about a lot. We do. Happiness. mm -hmm, Yeah. Happiness, communication, and trust are so important. I think that people forget that. Thank you to our listener that emailed in. Great topic. Yeah. And if you guys have something you'd like us to talk about, please email us at tgtacpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And the great thing about emailing us and suggesting a topic is that we will do the research for you. Yeah. And then... Or Kelsey will do the research <laughs> for you. And then we'll tell you what we found. So. All right. Shall we play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. What are we playing? I'm okay. excited. I'd like to do a round of love them or leave them. Okay. We do this new thing now where I kind of just turned into this to where Shanila picks out the games and writes the questions and I just never know what I'm getting myself into. So, <laughs> But Kelsey does the research, so... <laughs> I find the articles for us to talk about. So. And, I, and I do the game. All right. It's equality. Yeah, we're equals. We are. <laughs> All right. Love him or leave him. They are, everything's perfect about them. They're just an amazing guy. Everything's going great. But then you find out one day they're aggressively involved with politics. Like, they don't necessarily push their ideas on you. They don't necessarily say, like, okay. what I think is right. And what you think is wrong. Okay. But they are extremely vocal about it. That's most of what they talk about once they get comfortable. And they're just really up to date and involved with it. Okay. So this is hard. Because I feel like in certain scenarios and situations, I'd be okay with that. I'd be like, that's what you're passionate about. You know, you support one side versus the other. That's Mm -hmm. fine. I'm really kind of like up in the air about it all. And I don't know or follow politics very well. So I wouldn't really be able to have a conversation with them about it i'm sure if i was with them long enough i would learn enough to be able to hold my own so i think i could love them the only thing that i would leave them for is this has happened like in family situations we have i have some family members that support one party Mm -hmm. and others that support the other and so if it gets brought up it becomes like a debate it's like a war and Mm -hmm. it's a lot of my family is very stubborn and so they will continue to talk about they will not like just give up or be like agree to disagree they're gonna fight their side see that's what i'm saying though imagine if they were like that like that like you've been dating you're comfortable and then they go meet your family and it comes up and it's just boom 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 no i wouldn't i I, that would just i don't like that this shit would stress me out it would stress me out and then i would feel like that would always happen like that's always i would have to be talking to my boyfriend and being like Stop bringing that shit up in fa- at family events. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. And if it gets brought up, just don't say anything. But if they they're, can't though, right? They're if they're headstrong. this type of person, then they're gonna do it regardless. Yeah. yeah. So no, in that case, then no, I leave them. I'm out. I'm out. Because if they're this strong-headed, like maybe they don't push their ideas on you, but if they're that strong-headed, they're not only feeling strong about that right they're gonna be strong about everything and then it'll get to you it'll break you down and you'll be like ah i just don't have opinions that are this strong god dang it yeah nope i'm out then (laughs) yeah me too (sighs) all right (laughs) because i'm just thinking about that because like i don't know like i just don't read up and i don't know enough i would feel stressed out and i would feel like I don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. Right. Like, I wouldn't even be able to, like... <laughs> Who the fuck are these people? Yeah, I wouldn't even be able to debate it because I'd be like, I I don't know. I, I don't actually know. And then they're like, do you have a fucking opinion on anything? Right. And then, the, yeah, no, I'm out. <laughs> I don't like this person. 
<laughs> All right. I thought I, I came up with a lighthearted one after that. Okay. <laughs> Love them or leave them. They strongly believe in astrological signs and always say things like, I'm such a Virgo. Okay. <laughs> Why'd you pick Virgo? That's just the first one that came to my head, actually. I'm a Virgo. Oh, are you? <laughs> Unintentional. It was just like the, That's funny. I was writing in my hand. Maybe Virgos Virgo. say that a lot. Maybe they do. But I am not, oh, man, I'm not one of those people. I guess I do think about them sometimes or I'll mm-hmm. like look them up. We did the other day. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It's, so. t- yeah, to me it's interesting. I don't know necessarily that I... I'm not going to not date someone because their sign doesn't match mine or... Uh, Could you imagine? I'm not, I'm not that type of person. What if you're on your first date and they seem awesome and everything on paper seemed great and then you're talking, chatting and they say, well, what's your sign? And you tell them and they're like, it's long been said that Virgos and Scorpios don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is You'd a be problem. like, this is awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I would so. be like, um, so no, actually, I don't think that I would be, stay with that person or continue to date them because they would put so much weight into their signs or like every day. Like, could you imagine they read their horoscope every day and they're like, it says to not go outside today. So I guess I'm just going to call into work and not go. I'm canceling Mercury's our plans. In retrograde. Right. I'm fucked. Yeah. No, I can't. I would be like, are you fucking kidding me? We have tickets to a concert tonight. You're not going to go? Um, no, I would just not in the stars for me. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to take that person seriously. And uh, that's not for me. So uh, there's people out there that that works for them and they find their match and whatever. But that's just not for me. I think it's uh, fun to do passively. Yeah. Not so much like a aggressive thing. Right. Like um, one time me and my boyfriend were at a diner and this guy was hitting hardcore on a girl. I guess they him and this girl had like left the club together and they yeah. were at a diner eating after. And he goes, baby girl, I'm a Sagittarius and I just want to show you. And me and me and my boyfriend are like, are you kidding me? He actually used that as his pickup line. That's so I bad. Mean, I couldn't fucking handle it. I That's could so not handle bad. it. I think I just like dead ass stared at him and was like, what? <laughs> Your balls must hang low for you to think that that's going to work. She's already 20 tequila shots in. You had it in the bag, man. I was shocked. I was fucking shocked. I was like, what? And my boyfriend was like, would that work on you? And I said... I mean, if he was that smooth, probably. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I'm going to make fun of him for five minutes, but yeah. I, uh, but you know what? I have, you have said on in episodes before, like, well, I'm a Scorpio, so obviously. Yeah, no. And, and, and then there are things that I think, like, I think there are things that I align with that are a Scorpio or whatever, like, personality traits. Mm-hmm. But I think that if somebody, somebody depended solely on astrological signs and what's in the stars and like the planets and how they're controlled then i'd be like okay you literally wrote it in your calendar i see that you planned out your day already why don't you just go by that yeah you know like i think i would get frustrated after a while because i think that that person can't make the decisions for themselves i agree yeah no i I couldn't do it if they were just solely based Mm -hmm. on based their life on astrological signs and the stars now if they think it's fun and they think it's passive then i'm in I'm yeah all right yeah it can be fun sometimes i agree next one they get bothered if you have a better job than them um no i'm gonna leave them but what if they're loaded then then what <laughs> job do i have <laughs> i don't know would you still not be following your dreams if you're with someone who is loaded no i still would be 
I don't know. I veered off, but you know, like, okay. So let's say you started off in the exact same position. Okay. And then you got a promotion before them. And they were bothered by that? They were a little bit salty about it. But you've been together for four years. Well, so if they're just a little salty and they're going to get over it, that's fine. But if they're like, they don't support me, they're going to talk down to me because um, of jealousy and stuff. Like, no, I don't want to be with someone like that because they don't support me. That's true. You're not no. going to wait that out, see if they get over it, but they're just really We're saying that they're not going to get over it. Oh, that's okay. 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 If they were going to get over it and they were just like a little jealous at first and it moved on and they're like, okay, I, I do support you. I'm really proud of you and happy for you and blah, blah, Like, then I'd be okay. But if they're never going to be okay and it's always a competition and they need to be a step above me, basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, I think that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is stressful. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I don't ne- I don't need to be with someone that's more successful than me yeah. either. So I just, I, I know there's some people out there that they're like, I need someone to be with someone that is as or more successful than me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that way either. I just, but if you don't support the fact that I'm going to go follow my dreams and reach this goal and mm-hmm. be whatever I want to be. And if you don't want to do that, but you're salty about me having a better job than you. When you let haven't tried go. to have a better job, like then let me go. Yeah, yeah, let me go. Free yourself. I'll let you go. Bye. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. New one. What if they're a doctor? Okay. Okay. They're a doctor and you're a server. Okay. This is the scenario, and they're like, "Oh, let's go on a date." And then you start dating, and it's like a year in, and uh, you finish being server and you move on to, I don't know, management or something. Okay. And he's like. You didn't enjoy just being a server? Like I they, feel like being just, a manager takes up too much of your time. They just want you to be a server because then you have, have like more flexibility. And Yeah. If they were adamant about me staying in like a serving position or were like, no, you can't. If they were being controlling and being if like. you said you can't. Like you can't get another job. You don't need that. Like, you know, don't yeah. try, blah, blah, blah. Then I would be like, no, I that that's not for me. Yeah. Like I, I want to, you know, be a manager in that scenario. Or if I wanted to go back to school to become right. something else, like I would want them to support me in that. Mm-hmm. So Cassie no, just I needs a supportive man. Really? That's all it is. Just support my decisions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. I actually knew a relationship like that. I was going to, I was going to tell a story, but I didn't want to drag on too long, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy like was like, successful and made lots of money and he Mm -hmm. really just wanted a housewife and his girlfriend was very determined and in school like nursing school and everything and super intelligent and he just didn't really he was like why why are you going to school you don't need to like why like didn't really support her Mm -hmm. and they aren't together anymore Uh, yeah like if you're with someone who's successful and they don't want you to be who you're gonna be then that's probably not gonna work but if you're with someone who's successful and like you're working but really you don't want to work and they're like you don't have to work then you know right maybe if you you. want to be a stay-at-home girlfriend or wife or mom or whatever and you have the option to do that then great. I don't think there's any problem with that at all. I'm not talking down to that. I'm just, if that's not what I would want to do, and I wouldn't want someone to tell me, like... That's what I should do. Yeah, exactly. I don't like to be told to do things. Me neither. It drives me crazy. Ooh, this one. Go back to a certain <laughs> scenario that happened to us. Um, okay. Love them or leave them. They don't go out often. They don't drink often. But when they do... <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Shit goes off the handle. 
okay? Like, maybe they end up in the emergency room. Maybe they end up with a broken nose. Maybe they just go crazy. But it's not that often. Love Marlena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. I'm going to, honestly, I would love them still because it it's not that often. I mean, it's, that's just kind of a fun <laughs> night, you know? <laughs> so if it was all the time. That would be like, no, you got to go. Yeah. I would be like, this is too much. Yeah. Maybe they're an alcoholic at that point. Yeah. Like they need to tame <laughs> it down a little. But if it's just occasionally. Once cu- in a blue moon. A couple times a year. That's not bad. Sounds that's, about right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> um, that just creates good stories, you know? Like, uh, Yeah, I had a friend. A friend? No, no, no. This is really a story okay, about a friend. Okay. I had a friend who, like, people would record him doing stupid shit while uh-huh. he was drunk. And, he, and the next day, he would see the videos and always be like, girl, that's fucking hilarious. Send that to me. I'm going to post it on Instagram. And in my mind, I would be like, I'm always aggressively embarrassed the day after. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I did what? Yeah. I did what? So I'm, like, really embarrassed, and I don't want to look back at the pictures yeah. and stuff. This but dude just, like, loved yeah, it. Yeah, he owns it. And I'm like, damn, I would love to be that person. Just in my life, I would love to be like, you know what? I was having fun. Fuck it. But I always, like, definitely <sighs> reprimand myself a little bit the next day. Yeah, I get a slightly embarrassed, I guess. But I don't really hold on to that too much. I kind of just get past it. God, I wish but, I could do that. But I, I am not easily embarrassed, but like I get embarrassed sometimes, you know. My cousin, I was <laughs> talking to her the other day and we are planning her bachelorette party. She is coming down here with her bridesmaids. Yeah. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Damn, I'm okay. stoked. You can come join uh, <laughs> all the festivities. I've been planning. I'm so excited. But I was talking to her and I was kind of just like, is there anything you really do or don't want? Like, for mm-hmm. the weekend, you know, mm-hmm. because I don't want to make her uncomfortable or anything. Right. And if there's something she really does want to do, I want to make sure I include it in, in our plans. Right. Because otherwise, she has no idea what's going on. Right. And she's like, you know, me, I don't care. She's very much, like, doesn't she care to make decisions. Family, it? it does, yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know me, I don't care, blah, blah. I'm not easily embarrassed and stuff. And I was like, girl, that's so true. Like, she's not. She, like, she'll walk around with a penis strapped to her back for the night and she'd be fine with it. I don't know. Like, I don't know where this came from. Just like, I I focus, I hyper focus on things that I've done poorly and I get embarrassed about it. You you do. I I know you do. I wish it could be like, because you've like apologized to me before and I'm like, Dude, I had a blast. Like That's the first thing I do in the morning. Yeah. After I was wasted, the first thing I do is I shoot texts out like, sorry if I did anything crazy last night. <laughs> and people are people are usually like, oh, it's fine. But I do have one friend that will fucking shame me for like months after. Like, yeah, don't you remember doing blah, blah, blah? Girl, I would never. I'm like, that, that's, I love that. That's why I we went out, that isn't version. it? Is that not why we went out? Yeah. I'm like, I wanted us to get there. <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, guys, we love that person. They can have fun every so often, but I. But if it's all the time, that's no go for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's us. <laughs> that's who we are. When we go out. We go harder. Go bigger. Go home. Yeah. Go bigger. Go home. <laughs> One of us has ended up in the emergency department. After One of going us goes out. a little bit bigger, if you will. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we're not going to say who. So you can, um, you know, do a vote maybe. And 
and uh, we'll do a poll and see which one you think it was that ended up in the emergency department. You can do that on the Instagram story. Put a poll who I'm you going think to. ended up in the look ED. For, look for it on our Instagram story. Two girls talking about commitment. We're um, going to post a poll. I'm so stoked. Okay. And if you have the time, follow us on our personal Instagram pages. No. At- <laughs> Make the time. Make the time. Sorry. She's being really dominant right now. Make yep. the time. Uh, follow me at Shanila, S-E-A-N-E-I-L-A. And I'm at Kelsey Bree, K-E-L-S-I-B-R-E. All righty, guys. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.